0: JP Fitness is what we do here. It's totally different than what any other place that I've ever seen has done.
1: We strive to be the most educated trainers out there for our clients. I feel like we really care about our members and we always go the extra mile to make sure they're happy.
0: Everybody sees results. Everybody's excited about coming to work out. They get in here, they put the hard work in. We want them to be looking forward to what they are trying to accomplish. We really add personal touches and
1: really care about our clients. You're not just a member here, you're part of a family. Hi everyone, welcome to the JP Fitness Podcast. I'm Bobby and I'm your host and this is episode six. La, 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 la. And we're here with Mason. Sorry. <laughs> Go on, Mason.
0: Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Thanks for having me on.
1: You're welcome. Uh, well, we are going to be talking about physical and mental health today, and I felt like this would be a good topic for us, uh, but first, Mason, do you want to give a little bit intro about yourself?
0: Uh, yeah, so my name is Mason Holacek. I'm a personal trainer at JP Fitness, been in the field for, uh, four and a half years now, and... Uh, Yeah, I think I've talked about myself on a couple of these other episodes of this podcast, but uh, I just really like working with uh, clients and individuals who like changing their body composition. And I would say that's kind of like my niche as a trainer. Um, Mm -hmm. Now I just need to work on changing my own body composition, I guess. If I can hold myself accountable, that'd be great.
1: Same here. (laughs) I was just telling everyone this week that I need my own personal trainer. Yeah, to hold me accountable, and if I could just hire someone to be my personal trainer, I'd be good.
0: Right, I think it's, I think it's, yeah, like we're definitely good at holding other people accountable, and sometimes it gets tough to like hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, anyway, yeah, my name's Bobby. <laughs> I'll do a little intro. Uh, I'm certified. I'm a certified personal trainer at JP Fitness. Uh, I've been doing it for maybe like three years now. I enjoy it. I love working with people. I love meeting new people. Um, I would say I enjoy a lot of plyometric movements, Um, and I actually feel like I really enjoy group classes. So I'm just gonna say that now. Like doing them
0: or instructing them them or both. I really enjoy instructing
1: group classes. So
0: every time I do one of our group classes, I want to puke. Like I literally go till I puke.
1: They're so hard. I don't know how people do them every day. Anyway, so what we're (laughs) going to talk about is (laughs) physical... We're a little all over the place today, I guess. Physical and mental health. Uh, The reason we wanted to touch base on this is because it is Mental Health Awareness Month uh, for another two days. Uh, But it is a very important topic, and it's something that we talk a lot about with our clients and as trainers with each other. So it's something that we feel... Uh, that is important that we recognize and talk about so Mason how do you keep on top of your mental health what do you feel like you struggle with and how do you uh, cope with it
0: sweet we're getting super personal right off the bat yeah I like it Um, uh, mental health is a, like a, a big thing for everyone like when you talk about like you only have like your own body for like the rest of your life and how important like physical health is and keeping yourself healthy healthy mm-hmm. i think it's the same way mentally and i think it's very easy to forget about that like um like you talk about keeping yourself healthy so you like you don't have a heart attack or like um any or you know develop cancer or high or low blood pressure and put yourself at risk of death later on in life and i think it might be something mental health might be something that's overlooked mm-hmm. like in a shadow of that I think it's definitely something to really pay attention to and maybe like be in check with or maybe be self-aware about. And for some people, it's more difficult than others. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm pretty young. And so what? I'm 24 years old.
1: 24.
0: 20, years young. Yeah. 24 yes, years. That o- one.
1: 24 years old.
0: Yeah. Or young. We can just say 24 <laughs> years young. Um, but I feel like. Like my mental health, like personally, um, like everybody goes through like completely different stuff. Um, I've never like went through anything traumatic ever in my whole entire life. I've never had a family member that's close to me die. Even like people ask me like, "What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you?" and
1: broke a bone.
0: I've never broken a bone actually. What? Um, me either, I'd probably but... I'd probably I'd probably say like. My dog's dying or like mm-hmm. my parents going through divorce or something. But, you know, that's not like that bad. we like, I have recurring stuff. But anyways, um, I would say mentally what I struggle with is maybe being too critical of my own self. Mm-hmm. And um, I would honestly say that like sometimes I feel like I'm too hard on myself and how I cope with it. I think um, I think I just tell myself and maybe I was just maybe that's why I was saying like I'm 24 years young and not 24 years old mm. like s- sounding like I have a lot of time left to be able to like do what it Thanks. is I want to do like yeah. um, I don't know and maybe I feel like I'm a little bit more of an anxious person mm-hmm. we were just talking about this earlier how like I feel like like you guys think I'm like more OCD or more um, have to be super organized and I feel like if I'm not that way, I get super, super, super anxious mm. um, or super stressed out. So mentally, I feel like I don't really battle too many things. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like it's, it's not even diagnosed. So it's obviously not really anxiety, but like I just feel myself getting really anxious. And I, thought, I think I talked about this on the last podcast episode too of like Realizing I, that I am anxious and yeah. realizing that it's okay to be anxious, mm-hmm. um, and not letting that further develop into more anxiousness.
1: Yeah, I hear yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, what about you? What
1: about me? Yeah.
0: Well, we talked Bobby? super. Per- we just talked super personally about me. <laughs> it wasn't really that personal, but um, what about you, Bobby Patrick?
1: Uh, well, I would say. Similar, I guess. I mean, I haven't... I've had a great life. um, But, you know, everyone does struggle with their inner demons, I think. And, you know, how we learn to cope with them is best, uh, depending on each individual. So... uh, But I would say I definitely struggle with anxiety. I know that uh, things are a lot better. But uh, I think my anxiety... Rises in certain situations. I would say I definitely have triggers um, from like past events that have happened in my life that were triggering for me. Um, I know what those triggers are and I try and stay away from them. But I genuinely think even as a female, females have certain triggers that men don't. And I would say there's certain situations I have to stay away from to not trigger myself as a female. Uh, like for example, I watched this amazing movie the other night, it was awesome, but it's called The Cool Pitch Killer. And oh, I told yeah, Mason and John about it. And
0: I was like, I'd already seen it, it's so good! Yeah, it's amazing.
1: It was super good, but there's a very, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Um,
0: it depicts the BTK killer. If you yes. know who the BTK killer is, it's I was like, actually just reading him like as we started our podcast. But.
1: Yeah, it's like a true crime movie, it's really good. Um, But it's brand new and I really like the way they filmed it, too. The filming's amazing. And I actually really enjoy true crime stuff. But there is instances where I definitely find myself being triggered by certain things with true crime. Maybe there's, like, certain things that really bother me than others. um, But the scene where... There's a scene where the woman is basically getting tied up. I don't really... It's not ruining the movie, but... It was very triggering for me, and I don't really know why. I think it's just probably a woman's worst nightmare. But basically, like, the woman is napping on the couch, and then the guy comes in. And, like, if you know me, I take a lot of naps.
0: <laughs>
1: <And> I, uh...
0: <laughs> I can see this being triggering yeah, for you then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so it's, like, kind of a realistic scene, like – and. A lot of movies don't really show it in that way where it's very real realistic, I would say, in the way they filmed it. So it was just like kind of like, holy cow, like I'm triggered and my heart is racing. And I don't know if that's either from the film or just being like in general having some anxiety about this. But it is like a female's worst fear of a man breaking in their house and like killing them when they least expect it. So obviously, like staying away from certain things, but also being aware of it and not running it, it run, letting it run my life. Like, obviously, I have to be aware of like that situation probably very unlikely. I understand I have a fear of that, but I'm not going to allow that to run my life and not watch awesome films or listen about or being more inf- informed about how people are breaking into houses these days. So, um, but yeah, I would say, you know, understanding what triggers me and that I get anxiety from that. And then also for some reason, yeah, like I said, I take a lot of naps. I think sleeping really helps. Like shutting my brain off is a huge coping mechanism for me, um, or like allows me to cope better throughout my day with certain things I'm stressed about and
0: do do you track your sleep like track like
1: how much sleep i get how
0: much sleep you get or like how much time or like how restless you are in the night and like how much like how long you're in your REM cycle for i know there's like different apps i was just wondering if you track
1: i okay i don't have like are you talking like a watch maybe
0: yeah i know like apple watch like or or what's the one whoop whoop yeah yeah
1: so my boyfriend whoop and he just ended his membership but it was really cool it did track like his sleep and his sleep cycles okay and it was really awesome um but i don't really want to pay 30 bucks a month for that but i do feel like i genuinely get really really good sleep i go to bed pretty early and i enjoy i just enjoy sleeping but i feel like the only way i can shut my brain off for a short, short time during the day to cope with certain things is like taking a nap and maybe that's something I wish I could, like, figure out if maybe there's another way for me to do it. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, some people, yeah, just, I don't know, are more used to taking naps. Like, yeah. for me, I never,
1: mm-hmm.
0: never take naps. Yeah. I could sleep for two hours and, like, I would try to take a nap, but, like, I'd maybe fall asleep for, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'd wake up, like, in a panic. Yeah, yeah maybe it's because i need blackout curtains i don't know
1: (laughs) or your dog like licking your face
0: yeah or that too Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i don't know. he sleeps all day too so i don't really see that being an issue but (laughs) i don't know i just like maybe i don't know i'm just like not into naps either i guess yeah not sure how that explains my mental health
1: yeah i don't know it is weird everyone has i think different like ways of coping i would say uh but yeah that's just what i rely on and then also exercise i know i'm a huge runner i think running is like definitely if i can't run i definitely lift but it definitely allows me to de-stress so
0: oh yeah what's your like
1: favorite way to de-stress with exercise
0: with exercise Mm um i would say my favorite like my all absolute favorite way to like de-stress with exercise is probably playing basketball mm. um she but i don't really get poops. to i don't really get to do that very often and so um i would say working just like working out in general helps yeah. me de-stress but like playing basketball is definitely my favorite like i just like have way more fun playing basketball or I get way more into it. it yeah uh but yeah you just kind of like forget like something that helps you to forget about everything else that's going on mm-hmm. where you like you're only focusing on one thing yeah maybe that's why i get i love serial killer documentaries because like i get so into it and oh, i can yeah. only like focus on that like i can't even take my eyes off the screen that's or, like so if, true. if someone calls me i'm just like instantly like ignore i have to watch this right now
1: whoa you're really into them then that's weird. that's how i am with
0: movies like some people are like all <laughs> about like being on their phone during a movie yeah. and like if i'm like if, like if we were sitting here watching a movie and like you pull out your phone and be like, what are you doing? Put mm. your phone away we're watching a movie Oh
1: God I don't want to watch a movie with you then
0: most people don't that's why I usually watch movies by myself.
1: Sounds right yeah he's a lonely man <laughs> uh, <laughs> And your Instagram name lonely. is Mason underscore no it's it's for the ladies yeah sure that's it
0: no it's not my instagram but no we're not gonna give out my instagram oh sorry we already gave out my instagram bless you bless you bless you
1: excuse me all right well anyway Um, no continue
0: i don't remember what i was gonna say
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay well i think we should talk about how we combat some of our Mental illness in specific ways more. So we kind of touched on like some some things we suffer with and and then how we uh, combat it. But I was gonna talk more about specifically how we create a routine to combat our mental ill not illnesses. I shouldn't say that, but to Your promote fault. mental health. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of routine do you get into? Because you obviously work well off like organization right yeah yeah so what kind of routine do you have for yourself to promote your mental health
0: i think um for me this maybe just taking a step back from from this Mm -hmm. um for me i have to realize like we've talked about it before but like when i'm in the zone or like when i have really good mental health and like Mm -hmm. when i feel like i don't have really good mental health because it, it usually like if i'm like in a rut and like mentally just like not there like that can last for like a couple weeks at a time and like Mm -hmm. when i'm there like it can last for like a couple weeks to months to even years at a time um and i've noticed like when i'm at my best mentally is when i'm like Mm self-aware of like what i'm doing definitely um like for me like not necessarily journaling but kind of journaling is something that, you know, I'm really, I like to do a lot. And I'm, I'm definitely at my best mentally when I do that frequently. And mm-hmm. like laying out, okay, like what are my objectives for the day yeah. or for the week or laying out some goals um, and being surrounded by that positive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I notice that like when I'm around a lot of negativity, that definitely rubs off on me. Yeah. Um, like if like people like, Maybe are complaining a lot around me. I'm more apt to complain to other people about my own issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really don't like doing that. so like I think it's one just like what you're around can really influence um, influence you and you and mentally. And I think sure. it's like definitely like surrounding yourself with like a good group of friends, like yeah. you're gonna end up doing like what your friends are 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 doing a lot, right. Yep. Maybe that's why we all hang out so closely at JP Fitness is because, mm-hmm. because of that. But like, you know, if you're hanging out around people who like to do things that are very unhealthy, uh, chances are you're going to be participating in those things that are very unhealthy too. Mm-hmm. And that's just, yeah. So I think it's, for me, it's uh, like journaling consistently, making sure I'm self-aware and what I want to get done. And then two, like who I'm surrounding myself with
1: yeah
0: and um uh, just finding out like kind of like what you said what your triggers are yeah like sometimes like my triggers might be different things whether it's like alcohol or video games mm-hmm. like that can um not necessarily lead me down like a dark path but like i don't really play video games often but like if i ever do it's like on a weekend, and then sometimes like i find myself there and i'm like i've been here for like two or three hours like yeah. what did i just do for the last three hours
1: yeah i hear you
0: um yeah
1: I definitely agree with all those points you made I think those are really really good points I uh definitely am a believer in you know being surrounded by what you believe in too and um you know if someone is trying to be a part of your life that you don't agree with completely the way they live their life and not in a judgmental way but I would like I believe in a lot of different val, or a lot of the same values that I would say my JP Fitness members and coworkers believe in, you know. So I enjoy being around those people a lot more because of that. Uh, but there's other people that I know that I don't really necessarily want to be around because we don't have value the same things in terms of like I don't like to drink that much. You know, I really don't honestly as i'm sitting here with a (laughs) seltzer but seriously i don't and honestly i mason and john and everyone knows this about me because i i'm a lightweight and i really don't like to drink that much because it makes me feel crappy for the next few days and it affects my mental health a lot um and then
0: i wish it did that for me because then maybe i would like
1: not be like
0: you and like just not really drink at all
1: yeah I honestly, like, it. it, I've thought about going completely sober before because I really don't like the way it makes me feel that much. Yeah, sometimes it's fun to, like, get goofy and stuff, but it doesn't make me relax because I have anxiety about the way it makes me feel the next day. So, I don't know. So, anxiety is obviously something I struggle with, but uh, alcohol, like, reducing my consumption on that... And then careful about who I surround myself with. Um, so I'm not around people who drink all the time, but also people who strive to be better. You know, I think I like being around hardworking people. I, ver- I value hard work, not necessarily all the time. Like, I think that's one thing I've, again, have to be easier on myself for is I don't need to be working all the time. Like, it's okay. But being around people who want to see themselves do better, And achieve more pushes me to another level you know right and that's where that self-awareness that you were talking about I think comes into play with myself as well being self-aware I do journal myself I was just telling Mason earlier on the way here (laughs) I've had a journal since I was six years old and I have journals from like those dates and sometimes it's funny like I'll look back and I'll read the issues that I was going through like five years ago and I can kind of self-reflect and laugh at how I thought that was such a big issue at the time and now like things are so different and I would never think that's a big issue. So it's a really awesome process if you can journal for a long amount of your, of your life and be able to reflect. It really shows the, how you've changed as an individual and your personality. And I, I really enjoy that part of having a journal so
0: how often would you journal like like uh, how frequent were your journal entries or what like what time span was it like a daily thing or like a weekly monthly
1: it depends I usually would do it when I was in the mood for it or if I wanted okay. to self reflect or catch up my journal entries like um, maybe
0: if like you felt like you read it you would journal something like if you were to ever mm-hmm. look back at like just for fun then maybe you'd journal yeah okay yeah. Uh, I would definitely
1: oh be quiet Alexa <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would yeah I would journal probably every few months or depending on if it was going through a hard time I would maybe journal more so it was just dependent on that yeah. so I wish I could journal every day like I wish I could consistently do that um, I haven't found like the motivation or the need really to do that
0: yeah
1: Um. But yeah, it's been fun being able to like reflect back on those journals and like look at myself writing when I was like six and like I barely could walk or I could barely write like everything's misspelled and I'm just like, why did I even do this when I was six? Like it was so funny to think about.
0: So is it, is it like is the notebook like a super girly notebook? Like it's like Hello Kitty? notebook and like you've still been writing in it this whole entire time those were old (laughs) journals
1: I actually had some like kiddie journals that I wrote in and I could barely spell anything like I must have been really young that's funny it's so weird um but I kind of I enjoy I enjoy writing a lot so I've always enjoyed writing and I've always liked it writing stories as well so even when I was younger I would write like these fairy tale stories and So anyway, I think that's a big motivation for journaling. Like, I obviously enjoy it. So not everyone enjoys journaling, but I do think it allows you to be able to self-reflect better and analyze and say, wow, I've developed so much since this point.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, yeah. Uh, And then what else? Uh, Yep, I think that was it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So in terms of creating a routine i guess for me because you were talking about creating a routine
0: yeah Uh, i guess like to be more specific on my routine like okay um i was just kind of talking about like what makes me get into the zone but like when i'm in the zone or like when i feel like i'm healthy mentally um i always like get adequate sleep like that Mm -hmm. plays a huge factor into it and so like to be honest like these last two weeks i haven't been in the zone I've not been in the zone at all these last two weeks. Um, There's been some nights where I only get three, four hours of sleep. Um, I've been staying up way too late some nights. Um, Like, granted, like, yeah, I've been, like, having fun or whatever, but I know it's affecting me, like, the next couple days or something. Mm -hmm. But anyways, like, yeah, when I'm in the zone, I'm getting adequate sleep. Um, You know, I'm on top of my my physical health yep, and that definitely affects my mental health Mm -hmm. like if physically like if i'm not taking in good food Mm -hmm. if i'm not working out um mentally i'm a mess yeah and so uh big advocate for making sure like you're on top of your health physically and that's definitely going to help you mentally Mm -hmm. um and then journaling like i said or not necessarily journaling but i do like a four quadrant I'm gonna nerd out for a second. Oh God! But I do like a, we we learned this in our book, and it was super funny because like I already did this without even reading the book, uh, so oh, I'm just like taking so credit. I'm so cool. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm super I know cool. How to organize? Things. Um, but like ordering things is like it's like a, it's just a more advanced to do this like different way to organize the things that you have to do as far as like how, uh, like the priority levels of them and whether things are important or not important, or urgent, or not urgent. Um, But anyways, when I do that consistently, um, I've also, it was my goal at the start of this year um, to incorporate meditating. And so I lost it for like two months, like February, March, uh, April, I started to pick it back up a little bit, and then I've been back on it this month too, and um, I noticed that definitely helps. Like even if it's not, even if I don't feel like I'm being successful meditating i've found that um it helps me stay in that mindset or stay in that uh in that zone
1: yeah
0: of uh being in what i would say a healthy mental state definitely um and then yeah just like not sabotaging myself yeah um avoiding situations where i know like that's not going to be good for me like it Mm -hmm. sounds fun at the time but like i know like like it's not going to be good for me yeah um. so yeah I would say that's more so my routine sleeping well eating healthy working out consistently um, reflecting on what it is that I have to do or reflecting how I'm feeling and setting goals and in- maybe incorporating some sort of meditating and then stress relief as well but working out is my stress relief but like that's like a double positive yeah. stress relief and Exercise. for my physical health which affects my mental health mm-hmm. well, it like comes that. full circle
1: yeah uh, your routine though okay my routine Uh, I like what you said about getting enough sleep that is definitely important to me so I definitely focus on my sleep habits going to bed early I'm a big I have to get I know for my body I have to get at least seven hours of sleep personally that's me same to be successful
0: same <laughs> <laughs> try doing three hours or four hours it's oh, not fun oh god no some people, some people are do just fine
1: oh yeah. I don't know how people do that. Um, and then I've realized that, you know, learning is really important to me. I feel like when I'm not educating myself more, I feel I am not giving to myself the way I need to.
0: So yeah, for all you th- all all you people out there, go buy your MasterClass subscription.
1: MasterClass. You never
0: heard of MasterClass? No. What? Okay.
1: Well then I'm dumb apparently I for learning. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it?
0: Master class? Yeah. Oh, it's like um I have the app on here. I actually pay for the full subscription. Is
1: it an app?
0: Uh yeah, it's like an app. Um but it's like industry experts like teach like their skills or like what they're what they are. So like
1: Uh well I'm gonna have to download. So like this. there's
0: food and like Gordon Ramsay has these classes. Um, Ron Finley, um, Wolfgang Puck, um, Aaron Franklin teaches Texas style barbecue. Um, there's like Gordon Ramsay has three different ones, and I'm naming off all these. There's all these other people just under food itself um, that are esp- experts, but like they teach they teach you d- how to do like what what they do, um, and that's just in food, like arts and entertainment um like spike lee teaches independent filmmaking or usher teaches the art of performance um well i'm gonna have to download samuel l jackson jackson teaches acting um i'm trying to like find people that you know everybody would know yeah saint vincent teaches creativity and songwriting alicia keys teaches songwriting and producing um And then there's like music writing sports and gaming design and style and business um okay it's a 180 dollars per year oh but that's like
1: for learning 11 bucks a month yeah
0: but yeah there's all these different ones and they're always coming out with new stuff too sorry i thought i always saw the advertisements on my social media and i figured maybe everybody else saw those no
1: they don't advertise that to women i'm just kidding (laughs) But actually, I've never seen that. I mean,
0: there's a lot of women on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a I've lot of women on here.
1: I know. I'm just teasing. But uh, yeah, no, I've, I've never heard of that. So I'm intrigued now. I might have to buy it. Uh, but I've just been doing a lot of like reading or listening to Audible. So, you know, getting some neat books that will.
0: What book are you reading right now?
1: actually just got i'm kind of excited about it i just got this new book called the okay i have to reference it because otherwise i feel like i'm going to get copyrighted and this podcast is going to take be taken down uh but it's called the happiness project by gretchen rubin and it's very interesting it's basically gretchen rubin uh takes herself on this Self uh, awareness project and basically decides that, like, she's happy generally with her life, but there's other factors that aren't allowing her to be truly happy. And so she does all this self reflection and takes us on the journey of how she discovers, like, what truly would make her happier, you know? So, which is a great one for mental health. Like, you know, she obviously was struggling mentally. And did some self-reflecting. And this book is only like 10 hours, so it's not even that long of a read. But it's, uh, I think, going to be a really good one. I just started listening to it, though. I'm only nice. on chapter one. So I'm kind of excited about it. Nice. Yeah, so reading. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. I have a routine of my podcasts.
0: What's your favorite podcast?
1: I listen... Okay. Well, Mine's we're...
0: the JP Fitness podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. That's definitely, definitely high up on the list. Yeah. I like My Favorite Murder, uh, The Daily, Let's Not Meet, Mind Pump is okay. I don't like some of the stuff they have to say. Uh, Mile Higher, these are just some of my go-tos, I would say. Uh, Millennial Money is a really good one. Uh, What's Essential, that one's based on a book. But yeah, there's a bunch of them. That i listen to if anyone ever needs podcast suggestions just hit me up and listen to this one obviously okay uh but yeah reading learning keeps me on my game and then i obviously said not drinking a lot of alcohol and then eating healthy so staying on like a healthy routine meal prepping really helps me if i'm not eating consistently during the day i really suffer like because i eat a lot and then making to-do lists and setting goals for myself anyway so yeah setting goals for myself i think really helps me <laughs> uh, and i just told mason about this i redid mine today because i don't know mason we just meet, must be vibing off each other because i feel like i've been in a rut for like a month now and it's been really awful i don't really know why but i think it i'm not running as much right now whatever um but I decided I want to do some self reflecting and reevaluate my goals, especially coming out of this pandemic right now, um, and figure out what I see myself doing in the next like five to ten years. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, you brought up meal prepping. I just there's something I was super excited to talk about going into this podcast. Oh God. Um, it's called decision fatigue. Yeah. Um, So essentially, like, the more decisions you make throughout the day, the more apt you are to make poor decisions because you're tired of making decisions. And Mm -hmm. then, like, towards the end of the day, you're going to make a bad decision. Like, not necessarily a bad decision, but, like, the easiest decision. Yeah. Um, Or, like, whatever option seems easiest towards the end of the day because you're tired. Yeah. Like, apparently, this is, like, why you spend, like, four or five hours at a car dealership because you end up, like, making a bad decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Um or not a bad decision, but like you end up just saying, like, yeah, I'll buy it. Whatever. Yeah. I've been here for four hours. Like let's just get I can this over. See with. That. Um but anyways, I think it's a real thing and like I've kinda like tested it out myself. But like meal prepping, uh, that helps me so much mentally. Oh yeah. If I don't prep a meal, then I'm either not gonna eat for one or two, I'm going to think constant like try to decide what am I gonna eat, what am I gonna eat, when am I going to eat. Yes. Um, and it's either one or the other, and then like Maybe I'll probably end up going all day without eating. And then I'm like, I get home and I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. I should probably just meal prep. And then I'll say, screw that. I'm just going to get a pizza. And then I'll just get a pizza.
1: (laughs) That's so true, though. Yeah.
0: And like. It's those
1: little decisions that wear you out throughout the day.
0: So, yeah, like that's why I'm a big advocate for like setting out what you're going to wear for work Mm -hmm. the night before. Um, Finding any way you can to like take these decisions outside of your like, out of play. So that way, towards the end of the day, like, you don't have decision fatigue because, like, then you feel super taxed mentally if you do. Yeah. So making sure you're prepared at work or prepared for whatever it is that you're doing that day so you don't have to make decisions on the fly. Yep. Um, because that can really um, mentally tax you. I like that. But, yeah, so meal prepping, huge thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah.
1: I think we should touch more on exercise, too, because, obviously, this is... The fitness podcast, or the GP fitness podcast, but um, just about how you know fitness can really play such a big role in how we heal mentally and how we boost our serotonin levels and overall our dealing with our mental health. Yeah, and
0: boost your self esteem too.
1: Yes, exactly. So personally, like I know when I'm lifting, I'm checking myself out in the mirror. I'm feeling confident. I'm listening to some good music. I'm looking at my biceps taylor has smaller biceps than me so i know that i have to uh
0: taylor's not here so
1: i know i'm dissing her though so (laughs) i know that (laughs) she's
0: gonna be pissed yeah
1: she's not gonna like this one but that uh i gotta keep my bicep game up so i can keep her on her toes but yeah just overall like even in general like even if i'm having a really really bad mental health day and i feel defeated about my body and i haven't eaten The best in the last few days. Like, I know going to the gym or going on a run is gonna make me feel better. And I just need to put those shoes on and do it. You know, like your first step, put those shoes on and just go and even start walking. Just walk and then get into a run. Or start driving. Start driving to the gym and just listen to some music, turn on some music you like and get there, and you'll feel so much better.
0: Yeah. Or turn on this podcast.
1: Yes, sure.
0: (laughs) Be in the right frame of mind. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, yeah, I think definitely we all know exercise helps. And, um, yeah, hopefully this will help you guys understand mental health. And, Mason, do you have any other things to touch on?
0: Uh, Yeah. One other thing I just, like, wanted to say maybe is, like, more so, like, as a disclaimer, like, um just because it's been brought up before to me but like I don't I don't know what it's like to go through anxiety or like depression and so I just want to say like I um when I use the term like anxiety for myself I know I'm not diagnosed Mm -hmm. um I'm just using it as like to describe as a way I'm feeling and not saying that I'm diagnosed with anxiety and like this is how you should deal with anxiety because I uh i'm not diagnosed with anxiety so i just want to put that disclaimer out there yeah like i don't know what it feels like for people who are actually diagnosed with anxiety to actually go through yeah um and so i just wanted to put that disclaimer out there
1: and that's a i think that's a really good point same here i personally i didn't really say this but i am not diagnosed with adhd but i do think i struggle with it um i don't think i was personally ever diagnosed with it but my brain wanders, and I have very typical standards of that. But I think a lot of our society is undiagnosed. Undiagnosed mental health. And we want to be an advocate for people understanding that you could maybe be struggling with this and not understand what it is. And it's perfectly normal. But, like, we all as individuals have to understand maybe how our body can function better and be less triggered or... Um, What can help our bodies right so i am not personally diagnosed with adhd or anxiety but i think that we can talk about it because we believe that we've gone through something similar to it but maybe not fully what those people who have been fully diagnosed with it can relate to
0: right it's kind of like a yeah a touchy subject
1: yep yeah it is but yeah. But hopefully, you guys take it with a grain of salt and t- pick something up from here that we feel is beneficial. So,
0: right. I agree. Yeah. At the end of the day, just work out consistently, get good sleep, s- surround yourself with positive things. Don't surround yourself with negative things. And, you know, that's already a start. So,
1: yeah. Well, thanks, Mason, for joining me today again.
0: Yes, of course. And if you think you are dealing with some of these issues, contact health care health care provider
1: yes all right we'll see you next time on the jp fitness podcast we'll see you in the gym bye